Hello, hello, sister friend, and welcome to the next installment of the Spiritual Network Marketer. We are going to be deep diving in this episode into how we can partner with the energies of the tarot in your business. But before we go there, I want to back up, introduce myself. If you're new to me, hi, I'm Luna Ashley. I went from $500 in network marketing, failing miserably. Hi, hello. I was the spam a lot. I was cold messaging. I was trying to figure it all out on my own to going, ooh, this does not work. There has to be a better way. And taking a quantum leap in 18 months, we are now doing over a million in team volume. And I'm teaching you guys right here on this podcast everything that we do to combine the woo-woo with the practical network marketing strategy is to catapult your business. So sister friend, I'm so excited that you are here. Now, maybe you're going tarot. Yeah, I'm curious about it. Don't really know what it is. We're first going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the difference between tarot and say oracle cards. And then we're going to get right into the nitty gritty of that first card. Like the title says, we're going to be diving into the fool card. So let's talk about tarot. Tarot is a deck of cards. I'm, I'm sure you know, but there are 78 specific cards in a tarot deck. It's been used since around the 16th century. Fun fact. And these 78 cards, they might deviate in artwork, they might deviate in the pictures that we're seeing, but there's always 78 and they are broken into two parts. You're going to hear these referred to as the major arcana and the minor arcana. Now, if we go back into the etymology of the word arcana, this comes from the word arcanum, and I might be saying that wrong, but it's Latin, it means secret. So we're talking about the big secrets and the little secrets. Okay, so when we're talking about the major arcana, which will be our focus in this series, we're talking about the big life lessons. We're talking about the big archetypes. I personally love studying tarot through a psychology lens, specifically through that of Carl Jung and Jungian psychology. So know this as we go through, even if you are somebody who reads tarot, this might look a little bit different than what you've seen before in the past. And I encourage you to listen with an open mind and an open heart and to really allow your heart to listen, even if the mind doesn't totally understand. So that's a very brief description of what tarot is. It's the laying of the cards. It's helping us see what energies are we working with, similar to how Oracle is. But again, Oracle can really range. You might have a hundred cards or might be 20 cards, but there isn't a major arcana. There's not a minor arcana and they're going to deviate in basically every way possible. The only thing that's similar about Oracle is that you're pulling a card for some type of insight, some type of tap tap from spirit, or perhaps to tap into the archetypes, like what we're going to be talking about here with tarot. But again, with the tarot deck, we're talking about the major arcana in this series, the archetypes that each one of those represent, and we're going to be diving into the hero's journey. So if you are someone who's familiar with the hero's journey, maybe you're a writer, an author, or creative, you're going to hear some similar themes, some familiar themes that we can actually see playing out in the major arcana. So with that being said, we are going to deep dive into the Fool card. So the Fool card is the first card 
in the deck. Now, in the hero's journey, the fool is the hero. We all start out as the fool. So how can I apply this to my business? When you're making posts, when you're going live, when you're telling your story, which hopefully your upline, your mentor, if you're a coach, you're hearing this, that we need to hear your story. It's not just the offering. People relate to story because they relate to these archetypes that we all go through, whether it's through the course of the day or month, year. There are life lessons that we're constantly learning, but we all start out as the fool, like I was mentioning. So again, in your posts and your stories, if you understand these archetypes, if you understand that we are all start out as the fool, you can tell a really powerful story. If you have these sign posts to go, oh yeah, I want to make sure that I'm touching on this part of my story. I don't know about you, but can feel a lot like I'm the fish in the water because I've experienced my own story. It can be easy to overlook something. And when I'm chatting with a friend, maybe telling you, for example, oh yeah, this happened in my story, for someone to reflect back to me like, oh wow, you don't talk about that as much as you used to. Or, oh, that's really important. Why don't you share that more? And to us who actually experience the story, it's like, well, yeah, it was just a thing. But there are these major moments that speak to others on a psychological level. So that being said, please understand the importance of partnering with these energies. This isn't just an esoteric study. Yes, tarot can be that, but we're gonna be walking through a lens again of the psychological archetypes that Carl Jung put forth. So we're gonna start with the Fool card, like I mentioned. Now, again, we all start off as the Fool. And like the name implies, the fool is somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience. And I want you to think about before you started network marketing, before you started the business, you probably came in ignorance on fire. I mean, this card really, if it had a theme, it could be called that ignorance on fire, willing to do the thing, but doesn't have a clue about how to do it. This is the opposite of that wisdom on ice phrase that you'll hear people say. It's the opposite of, but I need to know all the things. I've got to analyze it. I've got to get my mind on it just right. That literally paralyzes people. It's one thing to kind of look at the map, right? Like, oh yeah, I want to do this thing. I'm excited. Let's go forth. And another thing to paralyze ourselves in an action because we are overthinking. Now, because this is a podcast, I can't show you the art, but I'm going to encourage you to Google the Fool card, specifically Rider Weight. Okay, look up that imagery and you're going to see a man okay, holding what looks similar to a staff and there's a bag tied to the end. He's packing very light for a long journey ahead. His arms are open. He has his heart open to the world and he is ready to go. Now, a couple things about this. He is not weighed down by life. He's light. He's ready to go. He's on the edge of a cliff. Okay, in the background, there's some mountains, which is foretelling that, yes, there are going to be some mountains to overcome, but right now he's not wrapped up in that. He's light. He's free. He's ready to go, even though he does not have the experience. This man in this car does not even know what he does not know, yet he has passion inside of him, and he's ready to take the leap and grow those wings as he begins the journey. So I want you to think about yourself and your journey and where are you at right now? Are you the fool? And I love what Steve Jobs 
says, and I might be butchering this quote, but it's something to this effect, and it's stay foolish, stay hungry, stay in that place of the perpetual learner. So even when we get this experience under our belt, maybe you've been in it for a few years. Let me tell you, the fool is not jaded. The fool is not going, but I should be here by now. He is so excited. He's so in his yes that there is nothing that's going to stop him. Now, we see the fool energy throughout different stories, throughout time, across different civilizations. And as I share this with you, hopefully you can think of a story, maybe a family favorite or one that you enjoyed as a child that echoed these things. So usually there is a hero, of course. There's always a hero in the fairy tale. And something happens to the kingdom. And a hero is sent out, but yet the hero doesn't know he's a hero. Oftentimes, there are three sisters, three brothers. There's an older, a middle, and a younger. And the favorites are usually the older brother or the middle brother or sister. I like to reframe that. They have more experience. They're the ones that maybe the parents are saying, oh yeah, they're gonna be able to go out and do it. But yet there's this tag along little brother, little sister with no experience, just doesn't quite have it all together, but yet he's in or she's in her yes. Doesn't have all the answers again. Doesn't have the experience. Again, I need to point this out. They don't know all of the things, but willing to learn the one who is the underdog, the one who is underestimated, and guess what? You already know how this story ends. Not only are you rooting on that younger sibling, the one that everybody underestimates, but this one, the one who doesn't know what they don't know to ask, the one that doesn't even know, like this thing might be ahead and gets all in their head, stops themselves, the one who is ignorance on fire is the one who succeeds, is the one who becomes the hero in the end of the story. The fool is the one that everybody is cheering on to figure it out. You're gonna get this. And I want you to think, how can you bring this energy into your business? How am I the hero of my story? And am I showing people my yes immediately, even if I don't have all the answers? I commonly see people want to push the fool away when starting the business, especially if they don't have experience with the product yet. That's the fool card. The fool card would say, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm a full body. Yes, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm going to share from day one. I don't need to have all this experience to be successful. I'm just ready to go in every step of the way. I'm going to share it. That's the energy of the fool. And the full energy is so powerful. It's the difference between someone deciding, and we use this example often in our organization, but someone saying, you know, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to get healthy. And they are the opposite of healthy in every way possible. And that person sharing from day one, from the moment that they step in and start to practice the new regimen and eat new ways, they're sharing all of this versus somebody who says, you know what, this would be the older brother. I would be the one with the more experience. Well, you know, I've got to get some experience under my belt and I've got to have results to show and I've got to, right? That's the opposite of the fool energy. And it is so powerful to be in the energy of the beginner and to invite people along with you on that journey. Okay, there's some symbolism in the card that we are going to dive into. We talked a little bit about packing light, making sure that you're not burdened by experience, 
And even as you continue on the journey, because again, remember the hero starts off as the fool and is going to journey through the major arcana, which are the archetypes. They're the people that they will encounter. It's not a person, it's a situation that always happens anytime we set out on a task, which any hero does, right? You starting your business, you've started out on a task with a goal in mind. Hopefully you're hearing how this overlaps with business bringing in the fool card. One thing I really want to point out to you, and again, if you have a picture of the card, pull it up, or if you have your own deck, that the card will have a little picture of a dog usually, or some type of companion next to the fool. And this represents our inner intuition that on the journey, we have someone, something, it's our inner guidance system that's going to be with us and will warn of dangers. We'll try and help keep us on the path. If we can just come back to our intuitive pull, you will also notice that the sun is shining brightly in this card, which just is really an acknowledgement of we're starting out illumination on the path. The mountains again are going to represent that yes, there are heights that will be overcome, but he is ready. He's ready to go for it no matter what. Okay, so the basic attitude again of the fool is going to be that I I will not be blocked by the things that I do not know. He's not sitting there going, you know, I've got to figure out what might be ahead. I'm going to put my mind on this just right and be able to get ahead of it. He's just in it full on body. Yes, to the journey that is ahead. So when would be a good time to bring out this card and begin incorporating some of these elements? Again, anytime that you feel like you're starting to paralyze yourself with knowledge, you start to feel like you're just getting a little like got all this experience under my belt. I've really got it figured out. This is the point when I say, hey, it's time. It's time to learn a new skill. It's why when I was a teacher, I would constantly invite other teachers to, I was a language teacher, invite other teachers to learn a new language. Because once you've mastered something, it really is important to get back into that full energy and go, oh yeah, this is what it's like to be a beginner. So maybe you're somebody who considers yourself a leader in the industry. You've been around for a while. You're removed from what it's like to be new and what it's like trying to figure this game because it can feel a lot like a game. I like to reframe things as games. It's fun. But trying to figure out the the rules of the game, so to speak. Oh, I've got to make a post. Like all of these things that once we get a little bit more experience, it becomes almost second nature. Again, important to get back into the energy of the fool. Learn a new task. Go become a beginner at something else to remind ourselves that, oh, yeah, there's joy in beginning. It's playful getting back up even when we fall down these are all energies if you're wanting to see more in your business even just pulling this card out meditating on the imagery will help activate what i like to call the codes within you to bring more full energy playfulness joy that childlike wonderment into your business my friends, I'm so excited to see what's going to happen as you begin to partner with the energy of the fool. Our next episode, we are going to be diving into the second card, which is the magician. 
and all of the yumminess that he has to offer for us. So in the meantime, sit with the energy of the fool, play with it because this is a card of play and see what unfolds. If you got any value out of this, I ask that you please go ahead, take a screenshot of this podcast, tag me over on the gram. I'm at the Luna Ashley. Make sure we're connected over there. And if you feel so called, it means the world. Go to the Apple iTunes, hit that five star if you liked it, and write us a review. We want to get this podcast out there. We want to help people also explode their businesses. I'm sending you so much love, and I will see you on the next episode.